Hello there, it's Jocelyn Chong. Welcome to the Magnetic Abundance Podcast. You are in the right place if you're a storyteller, business professional, coach or entrepreneur desiring to attract your most aligned clients, earn with ease and create a business by design. Each episode, I teach and interview entrepreneurs and business professionals to share their personal story, skills and experience so you too can create a business by design aligned to your soul's mission. So, let's get started. Oh, welcome back everyone to this new podcast episode. Today, I have got a beautiful guest from Israel. She is Mikal J. Medina. She is a intuitive business and mindset coach. She has got a background in electrical engineering and through that process, she has learned so much about business and had also experienced her own spiritual awakening. So we get to hear a lot of personal stories today. So let's stay tuned. So welcome, Mikal. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> awesome. So you mentioned to me in our conversations that, you know, you started your business in October 2019 and that you had so much of investment into how to set up a business, how to run a coaching space, because you love helping people, you love supporting entrepreneurs and professionals. And then you had reached to a point that there was not much movement. And so I'm curious mm -hmm. for you to expand on the work that you do, the investment that you've done, and that the spiritual awakening really turned things around for you and your life. So tell us more. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, I started my business in October 2019. You know, I was becoming a new coach in the online coaching space. And I really didn't know much about sales and marketing. So I was just kind of going out there and offering free sessions to people and then offering them a package. And I just couldn't make any sales. And so that kind of kicked off me going from coaching program to coaching program to business coaching program to try to figure out how to market myself, how to build out an offer, pick a messaging statement, picking a niche. And like logically that would make sense. Like, and then you can have a successful business, right? <laughs> but I was doing that and nothing was working and I couldn't make any sales. So then I would go to the next business coaching program and then still nothing, still couldn't find any success, still couldn't make any sales. And I did this going from coach to coach for like seven in total, seven different coaches. And I still couldn't find success. Like I, I even thought that maybe, maybe I wasn't hiring coaches that were more spiritually aligned and considering what's aligned with like who I am at my soul level. So then I hired a spiritual business coach, but still no success. And finally the eighth coach that I hired she helped me instead of, you know, trying to build out an offer, instead of picking a niche, she helped me to really take a step back and address the fears and insecurities and self-doubts that I had going on that were causing me to be confused and not be very clear on what I'm here to do and what my true calling is. And, and once like it took about six weeks to really just dive in and shift and resolve all of that. And once I did that, it was just clear. Like I didn't have to go and try to like pick a niche or it was just like, 
it was inspiration. It was like directly from my higher self. Like it was just so clear. I was like, oh my gosh, like how did I never realize this before? Like <laughs> I was like, this is my unique perspective. This is my unique gifts. Like this is this is what I'm here to help people with. And it was just so clear to me. And it's just amazing. Like the veil of confusion was just lifted. So yeah. <laughs> wow. Such an inspiration, especially for our listeners who coaches who just sort of entered into that space and never really had a coaching business but thinking that sometimes doing such number of programs can help you but ultimately for individuals what I've seen so far in the coaching world is that by doing that inner work and investing in that Mm. inner work that unlocks a huge amount of change and that's the activation of the whole new world in entrepreneurship Yes, we all need Mm -hmm. to understand, you know, the strategy, the marketing, the sales side of things. But more deeper than that is that when you give out of a full, complete heart, that is where Mm -hmm. the kind of magnetism will come in. So I love that you shared about the eight coach. And a lot of people might have done the same, might have had so many different programs on their shelf and on their online system and Mm -hmm do multiple at the same time, which I've heard of. And so it's important to just know that ultimately doing that spiritual work, deep digging into the world of all the emotional side of things. And all of us have Mm -hmm. got different ones. For myself, I speak for myself. I did a lot of inner child work. I did a lot of shadow work. I had Akashi Records reading done. I had human design reading. I had body of nine. I had a whole host to really understand who I am and what is my soul's mission. So for you listeners, it might be something else, but I would love to hear Mikal to expand on a bit more on her turning point on the emotional side that you have experienced. Yeah. So are you, are you talking about like where I finally reached the breakthrough in my business, that turning point? Yes. Okay. So yeah, I mean, like the whole time when I was trying to start my business and nothing was working, like I knew that I still had emotional things to work through. And even when I was working with the the spiritual business coach to create like a soul aligned offer, I would tell her like, you know, I'm just, I'm tired of feeling closed. Like I just, I really just want to feel like comfortable in my own skin. And, and she would like maybe address it a little bit, but then she would go right back to business. And what I really needed was to someone, someone to help me just work through those insecurities. Cause I was really just determined to feel just comfortable, confident. You know, I didn't want to feel afraid of getting hurt or fear of rejection and that final coach who really helped me like that's where I reached the big breakthrough and so like I remember when we would get on calls there's so many times I'd be like okay now I want to try to move forward in my business she's like oh but let's take a step back you know we'll get there but let's explore what's coming up for you right now. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So then she would like help me to let my emotions come to surface and expand the emotions. And, and that was really the key where it's like, I stopped from the pushing and trying to make things happen in my business and forcing it and working hard. And I, she really helped me to take a step back and just focus on the emotions that are coming up. So that's really when I did that. It was like six weeks deep dive and um, I would do a lot of work. I'm so determined to grow and 
and evolve. Like I'm so into personal growth. So I do the work on my own time too. So when we weren't in our sessions or weekly sessions, I would continue to explore my emotions and, and insecurities and fears and triggers and self-doubts. I would continue to explore them on my own time. And then I started to like, when I was in that process of going through them, I started to like pay attention. It was actually around the same time a friend gave me his 12 step book for Alcoholics Anonymous. I never was an alcoholic, but he was just like, it's still really good stuff. You know, just the 12 steps. And so I was like, okay, I've heard a lot about 12 steps, but never really knew much about it. So I was reading through the book and then somewhere in like my personal growth process and exploring my emotions and then reading the book, I was like, oh my gosh, like I can make like a system, like a 12 step system of how to shift it and resolve triggers and insecurities. Cause so far in what I've seen in the personal development world, there's a lot of, there's a lot of coping mechanisms like soothing emotions and realigning yourself to positive thinking. But like for me, I was so determined to get to the bottom and completely shift and resolve like fears and insecurities and triggers that I was like, that's like, that's not enough for me to just cope with symptoms. I'm like, I'm determined to get to the bottom and shift and resolve completely so I can be like fully free, fully expanded and not have to struggle with the same things being triggered over and over again. Like that's just not going to work for me. And so I think it was that mindset and determination that led me to like finally finding the breakthrough. And like, and then I, I was like formulating different steps and I was like, okay, I was like, this is the process that I take myself through from like A to B that really helps me to reach that lasting shift and breakthrough. So that's when I started to just put it out there. And when I started to put it out there, like at first I was like, like I have this system and I don't see anyone else teaching it. I don't see anyone else teaching how to completely shift and resolve things. So I was like, let me just put it out there and see if anyone would be interested. So I made a post in a group and like I came back to the post like an hour later and it was a Facebook group. So I just opened up Facebook like an hour later and there were like hundreds and hundreds of comments of everyone like, oh my gosh, I want to know, like, tell me about it. Like, I want to know. And I was like, what? like what the heck is going on because up until that point I was like it was just crickets in my business like no no one was reaching out nothing like put offers out there and nothing and then all of a sudden like I did this emotional work and then I have this idea and I make a post and then like hundreds of people want to know what I'm talking about like it's so it's crazy the shift that happened (laughs) amazing amazing and I believe that that is a free document that someone can download on your website yeah yeah yes it's the it's actually the the 12 I called it the 12 stages of resolving triggers and that's the system I developed that really takes you through the full lasting shift of anything emotionally that comes up for you so yeah so you don't have to keep keep dealing with it over and over again yeah yes yeah So tell us a bit more around what you do now do you still have your mentor and your coaches plus the work that you do to serve your clients? Yeah. So I still, I'm still working with that same mentor who helped me reach my first breakthrough in my business. So I'm just like, I'm going to keep working with her forever, I guess, (laughs) because there's no reason not to. It's so helpful to have that continued support and to just help navigating my inner world and 
different things that come up, opportunities to shift and grow and continue to expand. Because my business is a reflection of my own personal growth and expansion. So when I, you know, when there's an opportunity for me to shift and expand, then the next shift and expansion comes in my business also. So it's really cool to see how it's all connected. <laughs> and how oh, cool. Yeah. And I and also how do you create to... magnetic abundance in your life? Yeah. So actually the way like when I was able to shift and resolve what was creating that confusion, like the fears and insecurities, like not only did I get clarity on like what I'm here to do and what my unique perspectives and gifts are, like I also tapped into this flow. Like I know it's like it's shared a lot in the spiritual development world about like the path of least resistance, the path of ease and flow, following your highest excitement each moment. So that's like shared a lot in the spiritual world. Like, you know, where synchronicity provides you everything that you need at the right moment. You don't have to go looking for something that you need. Like it just, you're magnetically attracting it to you. I think that for me is what magnetic abundance means to Mm -hmm. me. And so before, like, it was just, it was really hard to follow the path of least resistance. Like the path of least resistance is really like, instead of like, trying to like force things or trying to do what you think you should be doing and like just pushing and working hard. It's like, okay, what do I actually just feel like doing right now? Like without the should or the have to, or the work hard, it's like, what do I like? What's my highest excitement in this moment? What, what feels the easiest and most joyful for me to do in this moment? And so once I shifted and resolved what was creating that the block from that like what was creating that confusion then it was just so easy to just do like what I felt like doing because logically I knew like if I follow the path of least resistance then everything is lining up for me when I need it like I don't need to try to make things hard it's all just happening for me and that's really what I started to experience like it just started to be like inspiration act on my inspiration the momentum gets going and then I get the next inspiration and act on and it just became this path of ease and flow and magnetic abundance like that's really how I define it (laughs) perfect because it's so aligned with the title of this podcast show and that is exactly what we are championing that is Mm -hmm. not the shoot the force because the force and the convincing and the push is so much the world in yeah itself but in the world that we live in abundance is our birthright and so when we do things yes. we are in full synchronicities we are calling in yeah. and we are attractors of the work that we do so yes the deeper that we clean out the things in our spiritual world the more we become yeah. a container of what the world wants us to feel in because it's meant to be so I love that's what yes. you do and that that's what you continue to do. I would love to hear mm. from your world, what advice would you give to our listeners and how they can connect with their soul's calling? Yes. Okay, so I would say, like, first of all, like the, the triggers that come up in your daily life, some, some difficult situation happens and you're frustrated or you feel her or whatever like emotional triggers that come up are actually like the portal of like your biggest breakthrough and it's through paying attention to those situations because when a trigger comes up it's actually an opportunity for you to notice like oh hey this is an opportunity to look in to look within 
and understand what this is really about for me. Because it's never about the external circumstances. It's always a reflection of something within you that's ready to shift and resolve. And that's why these triggers are coming up because it's an opportunity for you to shift and resolve it. And so once you're able to do that, like not, not the, okay, this is coming up. Let me take a few deep breaths and center myself. Like it's actually like expand the emotion, ask yourself what this is really about, like receive those deeper insights, reach the shift in perspective, like actually get to the bottom of it and shift and resolve it. Right. And once you do that, like you, you have your breakthrough and these like opportunities for your breakthroughs are what aligns you to like even a deeper level of that inner knowing, you know, cause the, the confusion, the blocks are cleared. Right. And then that's when your true calling just becomes so clear and obvious to you because you're no longer being blocked from that knowing because you've mm. cleared the way. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So I hope that yeah. our listeners really capture that and that it is something that once you know that there is something that is limiting you, that's something that is inviting you to work through that. So that is yes. important to really explore because in lives, there are so many things that will block us and really keep us small. And it is vital yeah. for all of us to really explore why you behave, how you behave. Because there is obviously a ceiling that has been placed on certain areas of your life. So that's an invitation mm-hmm. to really think about how we can all manage that type of condition. And that there's so many yeah. ways to reprogram that kind of mindset, yes. that kind of ownership that you take 100% responsibility to shift that. The yes. world is yes. your oyster. So. Yeah, exactly. So let's move into something more fun at the moment in terms of life beyond Mikhail's business. So tell us, what is your favorite food at the moment? Uh, Chocolate. Oh my gosh, I love chocolate. (laughs) I eat chocolate pretty much every day. It has to be dark chocolate. You know, dark chocolate, like the full cacao I love it (laughs) nice and tell us you know when you do outdoor activities what will be the thing that you do love most actually well as you know I live in Israel so for a while I lived in the city in Jerusalem and I got so tired of the noise and the constant like traffic and people and and I was just like I just want some peace and quiet And so instead of moving to a quieter part of Jerusalem, I decided to go all out and find a nice spot right by the forest. So I live right by the forest. Like I walk out my door and like walk like two or three houses down. And then there's the entrance to this massive forest. And I love to just go on walks or like sit on a rock, soak up the sun and meditate. It's so nice. (laughs) Oh, I'd love to be in Israel one day. That's a country that I definitely want to visit. I know that the food day is also amazing. So it mm-hmm. is in my travel list. You mentioned that, you know, <laughs> in one of our conversations, you visited about 36 countries. That is a lot of yeah. countries. Which country <laughs> that you like the most? Oh, New Zealand. I love New Zealand. I think just because it's like, it's so beautiful, like, I I went there for about a week. It was a study abroad program back when I was in college. Um, And it was like, I took an elective. uh, It was like biodiversity, biodiversity and sustainability. And so we did a lot of hiking and 
it was just gorgeous. Like we saw lakes and we even like hiked up a mountain and it was like by, it was like the mountain was right by the beach. So we were like hiking up the mountain and then we see this clearing in the trees and you just look and there's like the beach down below and like another mountain. It was just, it was truly breathtaking. Like the definition of breathtaking, like it actually took my breath away. I was like, that's what breathtaking means. I was like, it just, it was so beautiful. It took my breath away. And I just, yeah, I love it. There was like no bugs. Like I never got bit by a single mosquito. (laughs) So it was just perfect. The whole trip was just so gorgeous. I loved it there. (laughs) I love New Zealand as well. I went for a month after my graduation, actually. And it was one of my best trips ever. We had so much fun. We went to South Island and we did so many stuff. We did bungee jumping. We had jet skis. We did lots (laughs) of beautiful walks. And it was just so easy to travel around New Zealand. And I went back for many of my corporate conferences, being a guest or being someone that facilitate the conference there. And we did amazing, amazing activities as well. So I totally agree with you that New Zealand is a very beautiful country to visit. So tell me, yeah. what's the worst gift you have received and what did you do with it? <laughs> um, the worst gift? That's such an interesting question. Um, I mean, probably. Okay, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> okay, so when I was really little, my okay, so I have one sibling. She's two and a half years older than me. And our grandmother from my dad's side thought it would be cute to send us like matching clothing for Christmas. So she would give us like twin dresses and twin clothes. And my sister and I hated it. But my parents wanted to be nice. And so they would dress us in these twin clothes. So we have like family photos of my sister and I dressed exactly alike. But we're not even twins. Like we're two and a half years apart. (laughs) We just hated it. But we had to wear it. <laughs> that is yeah. That is just out of honor for our grandparents, isn't it? So I can yeah. imagine, you know, like even Christmas wearing the same type of jumper or yeah, things that were just like, oh, do I have to? And I remember, you know, my grandmother sometimes buy things from overseas that I don't really want, but I will keep into make her happy. Sort of after two years, I will hope that she'll forget about it and give it away. So that happens. Yeah. So what's your favorite playlist at the moment? If you have got songs in your playlist, what songs are there? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So my go-to is I like to download like deep house or like tropical house mixes on apple podcasts and so i like pick like for example in juna deep is a really good one it's like this melodic deep house it's so beautiful just like really peaceful and emotional and nice and ambiance and and then there's also this like sunset house mix and so I just download a lot of episodes and then when I'm in the car every time I plug in my phone it just automatically plays one of them and that's like my go-to music when I'm driving and yeah awesome. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> and yeah. if you could travel any year in a time machine what year would you choose to go back to hmm. 
I mean, does it have to be in the past? I could go in the future, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you could go into the future and create that future. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, like, I wouldn't change anything in the past. Maybe reliving the past might be nice, but I think if I could choose, I would go to the future and, like, maybe get to know, like, my future self or something or or maybe observe from a distance if, like, parallel contact is not a thing. <laughs> but, yeah, just to to bring that knowledge and inspiration to the present. So it's just like, oh, now I know, like, just have this, like, visceral experience of, like, what's to come and, like, it just makes the present that much more like juicier, you know, <laughs> I think that's, that's what I would do. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, that's all the wonderful <laughs> conversation and questions that I've got for this episode. Thank you so much, Mikal, for joining me in this podcast show. Really appreciate all your insights, yeah. your journey and the way you weave through Thanks. life in such beauty and the travels that you did. And I hope that our listeners <laughs> will enjoy this episode and look forward to see you all again next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please check out the show notes for more details and resources that you can access and explore. I would like to invite you to join my mailing list, rate this podcast five star, share it with your friends and family. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And last but not least, I want to invite you to work with me so book a consult and let's discuss how I can help you make money joyfully and attract affluent clients. Have a great day.